this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. As the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, and I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speak. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah! Hi, sisters. This is Joy from Southern California. You're not here, and neither am I. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. We didn't want to waste the bullets. What's up, podcast world? This is Robert from the Bay, a.k.a. The Archer, and you're listening to the Sister Speak podcast with my ladies, Sister J, a.k.a. The Samurai, and Sister K, the ringleader. Hi, this is Jackie calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, and on behalf of the Sister Speak family, this is just a public service announcement to remind you not to eat while watching The Walking Dead, because, you know, tainted meat. Tainted meat, y'all. Hey everyone, this is Tammy calling from New Jersey, and just like a walker, if the sisters take breaks, I'll get the shakes. Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss season five of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 42. Let's get started. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister K. We are here to talk about episode 12 of The Walking Dead, titled Remember. Yep. Do you remember? Okay, let's not. Let's not do no, uh, um, what you call it? This was an awesome episode. I liked it. I liked this episode a lot. I did, too. I liked it a lot. I especially liked the very last sentence. Yeah. Anyway. Let's go from the top. Well, I like the, uh, okay. I like the Deanna lady. I like all of it. For now. Something up with Deanna, I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah. I know there is, but I like her. Let's get into it. Um, so, the very beginning, we we see Rick and the group, Rick and M. Rick and M. (laughs) Going through the gate, and Carl notices the movement out of the house next door on the other side of the gate, and I'm like. On the outside of the gate. Right, on the outside of the gate. And he looks, and it's a girl. He can tell it's a girl. Right. But you can tell, too. But the thing that got me about that scene is that house is all burnt out. Torn up. Torn up. But it's burnt out. 
it's burnt out. Well, that's burnt. burnt. Oh, yeah, 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 was, that's burned. The, all the glass was broken out, but it wasn't burnt. Uh, there was burn in there. Anywho, so they all walk through the doors, and they all... Through the gate. Excuse me, the gate. And they all looking real apprehensive when that gate starts closing. Well, first they walk in, and the no-name dude that we still don't know what his name is says, uh, first thing we got to do is get your guns. And Rick says... Well, we don't know if we stand. See, that's the first thing. And then Aaron tells him, look, uh, that's okay. They need to talk to Deanna first. But wait, Rick ain't done. This is what cracked me Oh, up. yeah, he ain't Rick done. Rick ain't done. He said, if we was going to use him, we would have started already. And he exactly. And worked his like, neck. Damn, Rick. But the thing that got me that was so cute, I loved it. And that is, the other members walked through the gate first. Rick come from the back. But the way he's holding baby Judith, it's like a sack of potatoes. It's cute. It's really cute. But he cracked me up. He cracked about, me up. Talking all bad. We don't bad. know if we're going to stay. We don't know and if we're going to stay. If he was, but wait, after Aaron defused the situation, uh, yeah. Rick still wasn't ready to let the shit go. <laughs> if we was going to use this shit, we was going we to use that shit yeah. by now. And then they heard some snarling. And Rick looked back and he said, Sasha. That scene. All he said was Sasha. I like that scene. And Sasha turned around with her little rifle with the silencer on it. Yep. And shot him in the head. Did you see that no name dude look like? Oh shit. Yeah. He looked like cause she and she then, shot him from a cracked, from a long distance away. This cracked me up even further. Then Rick turned around and started walking and goes, Good thing we here. Good thing we here. Ain't that, that the funny. truth? And then the gates closing. That was funny to mm-hmm. me. And he just walking on. He walks on. I love it. Rick is hardcore, though. He, he, yeah, he, well, you kind of have to be at he, this point. To be a survivor, yeah. So we get back, and Rick is in this living room, really nice living room. Mm, with Deanna. Deanna comes in. Her name, Deanna Monroe. Introduces herself and asks him if it's okay to videotape the conversation. He's like, okay. He says, sure, whatever. So she basically... Is, you know, asking him what he did before. He didn't answer the question. And she starts telling him more about her. And you could tell she's got, you know, that politician type. Well, the first thing she says was, my name is Deanna Monroe. I'm a, I'm a congressperson. She from said, Ohio. from Ohio, the 15th district. And first thing I thought was, oh, shit. And yeah, she used to lying and smooth talking, see. But she's mm-hmm. got this way. And I like, but the thing I did like about her is. And I believe this part is that she does know how to read people. Yes. And the way she could tell Rick was not going to be trusting her to tell her what he did. Mm-hmm. So she went ahead and started talking about her and the place and, and all that and all that shit mm-hmm. to try to, you know, tell them that, you know, she was on her way back to Ohio after the outbreak happened. They got stopped by the National Guard, directed to this place. And then they've been there ever since. Well, she said the army. Yeah. Well, and she said the army was supposed to follow us, but they never did. And so then Rick's like, you've been back in behind these walls all this time? And, but it was the way he said yes. it. It was like, I said, yeah, Rick, tell her. Because they've been struggling this whole time. Struggling. And he said, it wasn't exactly resentful, but it was borderline resentful. Where he said, you mean you guys been stuck behind these walls this whole time? Mm, and mm, it mm. is pretty neat. This is where you would need to be. Somewhere that has its own. Yeah. They uh, got their own everything. Food system, filtration system, mm-hmm. their own 
food supply. Solar grid for electricity. They got all kinds now, of shit. Now, this is one thing. community. But this is one thing I want to know. And I hope they show it to us. What they eating. Now, if they bring out a plate of ribs, uh-uh. Because there ain't no cows and shit running around there. So We don't know what they're eating. but They, they better not be eating people. After two years, they believe me, they have crops and shit. Well, let's if hope so. It's a self-sustaining place. But like I said, chicken. let's see if they got some meat. They might have some cows and shit that they're breeding and stuff. Mm. If it was supposed to be a self-sustaining community, that means they got somewhere where they're, they're growing shit. And that, to me, means that you probably got some chickens, maybe some goats or well, something. Well, we're going to see. Pigs. We're going to see. Breed. Like I said, if they serve you a plate of ribs, you better hey, be asking. It's pigs, I, I, you know. Well, but you better be asking where it's from. I'd be like, where's your, you know, where's your farm animals? <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, so she's basically saying, telling him all that. She says, we need people like you that have been out there and survive. know how to survive to help us survive. Mm-hmm. And I love Rick. We got, you don't know me. Oh, he says that several times throughout this yes, whole thing. Several times. You don't know me. Oh, but it's the way he says and it. He's saying, look, and also what got me too is the way he was saying, you don't need to be opening your gates to anybody. He was telling her the real truth. Right. He said, you, you need to stop opening your, your gates. gates. You need to close your gates. That is surviving out there now are people who want to take what you got to help them survive. It's all about surviving. It's all about surviving. And he was talking about himself too. Yes, he was. He said, Oh, so we shouldn't, so you talk about yourself too? We shouldn't let you in? He just looked at her. He just looked at her, but he gave her that mean look like, Yeah, yeah. bitch, you know, but we gonna see. So she tells him, Well, I've done some things. It's been rough. I've done some things there. What things you done? Well, first he says, I done killed some people. I don't even know he said, many. I don't even know how many people I killed, but I know why all of them are dead. He it's, says, it's yeah. to keep my family, all them people out there that came with me, he said, alive and me alive. Yep. To keep them alive. He's trying to tell her, look. I'm, I, I'll kill your I'll ass kill if, your you, ass if you do something to yeah. any of us, you know? Because she tried to tell him she's done some things. Mm-hmm. He's like, what you do? But you said we exiled three men that didn't work out, and that's basically like killing them. Yeah, they walk us. Well, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so then um, around this point, Rick tells her that he was a sheriff. Mm-hmm. And she said, I figured something like that. That's what she tells him. Look, if I wasn't, if I was not reelected to Congress, mm-hmm. I would have been, I was on my way to the world poker tour. I would have and, become a, po- a professional yeah. poker player. And Rick kind of laughed. She says, no, I'm not kidding. She says, I read people. That's what he told him. I read people. And that's when he told her I was a sheriff. She said, I figured it was something like that. And she says, look, this is what I found interesting. Yeah. It, she said, it is 3.37 p.m. And you need to make a decision if you're the one making the decision for the group, whether you want to be here or not. I like the way she said that, too. I did, it's too. Kinda like, uh... So if he's got an ego, if he is a leader, he'll exactly. step up. But if he ain't... But I like what he did. what did he do? He reset his watch. <laughs> I love it. Because we ain't never known what time it was in any of these shows. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I thought that was really interesting. That's pretty cool. That was funny. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, he was telling her the real deal, though. They go back to where everybody else is at, and she's telling everyone, look... You got to give up your guns. You can have them back when you go outside the gates, but inside we need everyone to put their guns. Well, she you know. said you could check them out. Right. You, could, you need to check them out. Check them in. Right. 
So this lady had done brought this cart up there. And that's when a big, huge double cart. And they was all putting their guns and shit up there. And they was taking off two weapons and three weapons. And I stuff. did not understand this. But later on, I got it on oh, yeah. other viewing. But Carol. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden. I caught it. I know. I caught it, too. But I was like, what the fuck is she doing? And let me tell you she when I caught it, though. She got all feeble. And oh, she's yeah. like, she can't lift the gun up. Then she's shitting and grinning. And I'm like, ooh, Carol. And then as soon as that lady walked off. She gave that look to Rick. Then Rick looked back, that look. back to her. Because uh-huh. he saw her doing it. He saw it. her do that and shit, she, too. And she gave him this look like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm playing this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, he already knew. Yeah. You know, but, oh, I thought that as soon as she was doing I like that. It. I love As it. soon as she was having trouble taking up, I thought, wait I love a minute. Carol. What's up? But then when that woman gave, the woman taking the guns gave her this look like, oh, one of them, one of them little frilly, frilly women. I thought, Oh, shit. She playing now. She playing it. She playing now. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love Carol. Carol is so cool. She's so level-headed and smart, though. She is smart. I love her. Anyway. So then... That was good. That was, that was good. good. Yeah, that was good. So then um, Aaron brings Rick and Carl All in the, front of yeah. two big, big ass Big houses. houses. Big. Big ass houses. And he's like, look... If I was you, I'd take this one because it's got better curb appeal, but y'all can have your choice of well, one. let's go back. That's one thing we didn't say, and that is she was telling Rick, when she was telling Rick about what this place was, it's, it's Alexandria, Virginia, and what she was telling him was it was a new self-sustaining subdivision that was being built at the time that all this happened and everything, and that the houses were going, were, were starting at $800,000. The low 800000s. Yep. So you know. That's why the, my houses are so damn big and shit. They're big. And they're plushy. They're beautiful. They're nice. So um, they go in the house, and it is very, very nice. Oh, that living room was And beautiful. wait, the it houses, was... not only are they are they nice and built but they're furnished yeah they got furniture in them and shit i'm like what so um carl he runs the water and the water's running rick and them are looking around i'm like damn this well, is nice first of all when they go in and they're looking around carl and and um rick they notice how big it is and they then uh, uh, Rick's kind of, you know, walking through slowly. Carl is walking in the kitchen. That kitchen's really big with it. And he turns the water on. And they just look at each other. The next scene, Rick is butt naked in the shower. <laughs> that was good. Thank the effing Lord. And, oh you, wait a minute. and they just had a scene of his lower leg in the shower. You could see all this dirt, dirt. walking down, cake, rushing down the drain. Cake down dirt. Cake down dirt. The best part is when he gets out the shower Why not? and looks in the mirror. You can see his whole silhouette in the shower, though. He couldn't see nothing. But yeah. the best part was when he's out the shower and looking in the mirror and he starts cutting his beard. I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> I knew you'd be glad. Hallelujah. I knew yes. you'd be glad. Oh, I was hollering at my teeth. But TV. wait a minute. Yes. But it seemed to me, though, when Rick was shaving, he sure was rough. He is rough. I'm thinking, damn, you're going to cut your face all up. He well, was he just, had a little, I thought he had a little cut. Yeah, he was just like, well, really? Well, he ain't shaved him so long. He yeah. probably done forgot how to shave. I guess so. Because it's been a good two fucking years it, since It's been a long beard. time. Man, he sure look good he when looks he shaved. Damn good. Damn. I said, damn, Rick. <laughs> that man is nice. He is handsome. Yes, especially clean. Uh-huh. 
So, um, he hears a knock on the door. So, he goes down. Of course, at this point, he still don't go. He, don't, he is shirtless. Shirtless. So Flat as a board. Skinny self. Yeah, but he and, looked uh, good, though. He, and uh, it's a, a neighbor stopping by with a, bin of, a, ba- a basket full of food. Named Jesse. And supplies. And, yeah, she introduces herself as Jesse and says she used to be a, a hairstylist so she could cut his hair for him. I was like, oh, that's convenient, Jesse. Yeah, but you know what? As soon as as soon as the knock on the door and he went to the door, I thought, oh, fuck. Don't let this be digmatized number hole number three. I know. Oh, I am too through with that shit. Digmatized trick hoe. Trinity trick Last Last three. night, let's hope she ain't no Trinity so trick hoe. So far, so far she ain't. Well, but you know what? We already know her husband's going to get off. So anyhow, anyway. so she cuts his hair. And she's telling him about... Um, She's got a son, Carl's age, and that maybe they can meet, you know, get to know each other. She said she had two boys, but yeah. one of them's Carl's right. age. Ron. And um, she's saying, if it's okay with you, and he's like, oh, it's just me. And so she apologizes for that. So oh, she was feeling him out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, she, she ain't sorry. She was feeling so, that shit out. You know, he's just sitting there because he's amazed at all this shit. He's yeah. like, wow, you guys, you know, y'all guys got. Actually, I'm going to tell you. She was annoying as hell to me. First of all, she talked too fucking much. She didn't annoy me. Oh, she annoyed the hell out of me. She was asking and talking too fucking much. She know the man just come from the outside. Shut the fuck up. Just cut his hair. Quit asking him shit. Well, he said when she first said that, he said, uh, you don't, you don't know, know me. me. She like, said, I can take care of myself. Yeah, right, bitch. I'm sure. I bet she can. I bet she can't. Later on, I'll tell you why I think she can. Okay, anyhow, anyway. Anyhow, at so this then, point, I'm thinking, bitch, go. <laughs> Jay, I'm Jay. sorry. I want my shoulder wrecked together. <laughs> oh, Sister Jay. Anyway. Um, so, uh, oh, okay. So the next scene we see, Daryl is in the interview room with Deanna. Ooh, he is he like is a caged like, animal. He is. He's pacing. But he's been like that for a while. And mm-hmm. so she's like, oh, you want to see? He's like, no, I'm all right. So he's kind of pacing around the room. And she's like, well, do you even want to be here? And he kind of doesn't answer. He goes, well, Carl and Judith need a place. No, he says that ba- that boy and that baby need a place. They to need be. a place. Yeah, a place to be. Mm-hmm. They deserve a nice home. Mm-hmm. So then we go back to the house and Carl mm-hmm. and Carol are on the porch. And then Rick's with the baby on the porch. And she Carl, is so cute. Yeah, the baby's so that cute. That little baby Judith and is so Carl, cute. And Carl, he's looking at the house next door, and Rick's like, you can go head on over there. Be quick. And so Carl runs down the steps to go to the house next door, and then Carol and him look, look at each other. I love their... And I love it. I love their relationship. They just give each other looks, and, he, go, both, and he goes... And she... Goes on down the steps and goes follow Carl. Mm-hmm. Don't, they don't even say a word. I love that. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love they are just so synchronized like That's that. what I love about it when they I don't know. even have to talk. They don't even have to they talk. They just each other and go, yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, that's the way Rick is with Daryl. He's that way with Michonne and he's yep. that way with Carol. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because they know. <clears throat> so, Carl and a... Um, Carol get into the house, and it's basically just as nice as theirs. Yeah. And Carl's like, wow, this is the kind of house my mom always wanted us to have. And Carol's like, yeah, it's really nice. She's like, and they're just giving it away to people. No, she said, and they're just giving it away free. For free. But she's looking out the window like, like yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh, what the fuck is up? 
Thank you. And I like the way she said that. I did too. I said, uh-huh. So then on her way, she's like, you coming? He's like, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. So mm-hmm. on the way out, she grabbed a piece of pa- a pad of paper and a pen, I noticed. Mm-hmm. And so then Carl, he goes on looking around the house and he hears this noise. Thumping. Thumping. I'm like, of course he's going to go see what the fuck it is. I was thinking, oh, hell no. There better not be no walk up there. Yeah. I Ooh. knew there probably wasn't, but you know, uh, they were going to stay. I didn't out. know, though. So he gets his little knife out and he goes up to this. You know, the top floor area. I think it was like the attic. Mm-hmm. And it basically turned out to be a room that obviously some kids have been playing in. Mm-hmm. Hang out because there were like comic books and there were pillows strewn on CD, the floor. CDs yeah. and yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was like, good. Phew. No more such shit jumping out at Carl right now. Mm-hmm. So then we get to the... Um, uh, when Carol leaves the house... Rick and was it Daryl were coming from in between the houses, mm-hmm. and uh, they say mm, she's like it's just like the other one. He's like, yeah, they're trying to split us up mm-hmm. and get keep us off guard. He's like, we all gonna be in the same house tonight. That's what Rick said. He says we all sleeping in one house tonight. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking the same thing. Don't uh-huh. split up. Uh-huh. Shit. That's uh, right. So that night. Everybody is situated on the floors in the living room. They got their little pallets out. Uh-huh. Sasha and Abraham looking out the window like keeping guard. Oh yeah, they was they was I the like watch. That. They was the night watch. I like that. Yeah, curtains sure? all up and everything. Shades all open because you know she, they watching. We know you keep your blinds closed at night, but they was watching. They was look out. Uh, Michonne comes out and she's like, "Whoo!" She looks so cute. She was clean. She's like, "Whoo!" How long have I been in there? And they're like, oh, like 20 minutes. 20 minutes. She's like, oh, I just couldn't stop brushing. brushing I, yeah, teeth. she do got some white teeth, though. Mm-hmm. But she had a nice, so clean top Rick, on. Rick comes around the corner. She's like, wow. She just looks at him. I know that look she gave him like, ooh, damn. damn. <laughs> She's like, wow, I've never seen your face like this. And he says. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Before or after. Before or after. You know, but you can tell he's kind of embarrassed. Yeah, he because is. because she, he could tell by that look. You know, she was like, "Damn, you looking good." Yeah. you know, just by the look. See. So he goes to pass her, and she's like, "I have a really good feeling about this place." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Well, I hope you're right." And she says, "I hope I am too." Yeah. So then there's a knock on the door, and they all jumping up like, "Ooh, yeah, they's ready, they getting ready." Without their weapons, but still. They, they, they can hurt so you. So Rick goes and opens the door, and it's Deanna. Mm-hmm. And she stops, too, and goes, wow. <laughs> you can tell he was nice, And he was like, oh, you can tell. <laughs> I know. He, he was, was like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, Is that what I'm going to say? I, I know. Because he looked good. Yeah. Damn. And so she's like, and so she's like, I just want to see how you were settling in. And she notices everybody in the living room, and she's like, oh. Y'all are all sticking together. You really are a family. Mm-hmm. Smart. Smart. Well, she seems, she says, I'm just amazed at the fact that you all are not related and you're all different, but you're all a family mm-hmm. and you consider yourself a family unit. Yeah. And that seems to fascinate her. Mm-hmm. I don't see how. Well, because she's like, she told him in the interview room, I want to be a part of your family. Thank you. Huh, didn't she say that? She did. Yeah. Uh-huh. She know how winning when she see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, look at that baby. She says um, that you know she hasn't assigned him a job yet, or mm-hmm. you know she's talked to everybody and she's got most people pegged, but she hasn't assigned him a job. And she's like, I, 
or he said something about you didn't give me a job or something. And she's like, oh, I got one for you. I just haven't told, told you. you yet. And she said Michonne, too. And she, she has a job for Sasha. But she says, I'm working on something for, for Daryl. I, I just haven't figured him out yet. But, but I will figure but it I out. But I thought it was funny when she said to him, she says, well, I'll tell you what your job is. I got a job for everybody. That's what everybody does here. She says, so communism won after all. And I laugh because that is the truth. Because back in the 60s, when there was the whole... Uh, 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 hysteria about who the communists are going to take us over and stuff. That was one of the big things. And that is, they tell the people, you know, they, they give the jobs. They tell the, the people everything. What they're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't just, you don't get to select the job that you want to do. They tell you what job you are going to do. Yeah. I have a feeling. So though, I thought that was pretty, pretty good. If she would have given them a job that they really didn't want to do, they would have, they, she would have worked it out. Well, it, sure. But, but, but she was just making a joke though. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knew Rick was old enough to, to understand that. Right. So, then she ends up leaving. Yep. And that night, they're all everybody's sleeping, but Rick. Rick is, he can't sleep. He gets up. Everybody else seems like they're sleeping, at least. And he goes into the kitchen, and he gets a, a, a knife. big old butcher from knife. From the drawer. And I said, shit, I don't blame his ass. Big butcher knife. Because she wouldn't take my knives and shit, too. No. I'd have to have something. And he put it in the back of his little pants. <laughs> I'm thinking, I hope he has something that he can use to keep it from cutting itself. Oh, yeah, he do. They know how to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then the next scene, we have um, Michonne in the interview room. Mm-hmm. That was good. She's got a book in her lap. And, and so she's saying, look, we are we need this. We, you know, we're ready to be part of this community. Yeah. And Deanna asked her, everyone is ready. And you can see Michonne looking like, nah, bitch, you know this. But Michonne says, yeah, yeah, everybody. Well, the, uh-uh, the, the, the look she gave her was like, don't make me hurt you. Because she gave her this look like, yeah, all of us. Mm-hmm. Like she was saying to her, yeah, just because you can't figure out, Daryl, we ain't, we ain't throwing him uh, 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 out, of bus. out of the bus. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. that's the look she gave her to me. Because she, she kind of lowered her head and looked at her and said, yeah, all of us. That wasn't no lighthearted shit. Mm-mm. So that day, um, so later on, we see the group leaving the house. They even got a stroller. For a little they got a stroller from Baby Judith. Uh-huh. I know that. And Carl's pushing this stroller. That was so adorable. And they're, they're, uh, Rick's like, okay, we're going to go. They said, uh, look around. So we're going to go look around. Mm-hmm. And Daryl's like, oh, I'll just stay here. On the porch. Mm-hmm. And so Rick's like, okay, all right. So, um. Oh, we didn't talk about the possum, no. Oh, that was so nasty. Okay, first of all, when they first get out the car at the front gate and they're waiting for the, and as the gate is opening up, they hear this rattling at these garbage cans next to them and it startled the whole group. Daryl turned around and, you know, shot his arrow right quick and he killed a possum. So when they opened up the gate, he says, hey, we bought dinner. <laughs> and Daryl was going to eat it because later he's skinning it after cleaning it after, out. Right. After, mm-hmm. after they showed his interview with uh, Deanna where he's pacing and stuff, then they show him on the front porch. He is skinning that possum on the front porch of this beautiful home. First thing I thought was, damn, Daryl, at least take it to the kitchen. No, you know? No. You're not going to get blood all over the damn, that nice oh, ass kitchen. Lord. On the front but porch. But I ain't eating no possum. I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, no. Possum ain't bad. Ugh. 
So anyhow, so they all go their separate ways and they go to looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rick loses track of Carl and Judith. I mean, it seemed like awful quick. It seemed awful so quick. So he starts panicking and he's running, trying to find them. He's falling all over this damn metal sculpture thing. Sculpture thing. Uh, apparently, I didn't know what it was at Jesse's house. And so she comes running out of the garage, like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Carl, Judith, I can't find them. I can't find them." She's like, "Oh, I think I know where they're at." So they, she takes him over to these old folks' house who have like all these kids and grandkids. She said they had five kids and 12, 12 grandchildren. Grandkids. Yeah. So, and there was Carl and Judith on the porch talking to him. And so she says, um, he's like, I'm just losing my mind. She's like, oh, I get it. I get it. Well, she said, look, you're going to have to put up with this because nobody's seen a little baby for quite a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, she says, well, do you mind if I introduce... Carl to my son now. I think she did that to keep his mind off of. Well, she said, "Yeah, why can't? Uh, do you mind if he comes over now?" To yeah, meet Ron. Yeah, and he said, "Sure." So yeah. then we see Carl or Ron, you know, taking Carl to his room mm-hmm. and introducing him to Mikey and Enid, and um, he's introducing them around. And Enid, she's looking kind of squirrely, and apparently well, Enid's been out in in the world too and just got there. Several well, months ago. He said Enid's been here eight months. Yep. She came from outside, too. Yep. That's what he said. That she came you. from outside, too. That tells you something. So, you know, Carl says and hi. She's, and she she's, she's like Carl, though. Think about it. Yeah, she is. She's very closed mouth. She don't do a lot of talking. Right. She's just kind of looking, you know. So, the so Ron, he's like, well, well, we can play some video games. He said, what you want to do? What you want to do? Let's, video games. You want to play, play some video games? And Carl's just like staring, bless his little heart. He don't know. know what to say. It was well, so cute. He was just like looking around. Well, like the us. boy was talking. He says, or we can go over to uh, Mikey's house and play pool because uh, uh, his daddy, his daddy don't really like us there. But, you, you know, he's at work now. So, you know, they just chat, 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 chat. Right. And Carl's not used to that. Nope. I felt kind of. He's not used to being him, around kids his age. Exactly. So it was cute. I I loved it when that little boy says, "You know what? Don't worry about it." Ina didn't talk the first few days she was here either. Oh, he you said don't first even have few to say, weeks. He says, "You don't have to say anything. We can just do whatever." I know that I was nice. Was cute. I thought that mm-hmm, was cute. Mm-hmm. And Carl kind of, you know, he and then Ina, she's like, "Just pull it together. Just pull it together." Yeah. You know, she got attitude. She does have attitude. So but Carl, we are gonna find out why though. Yeah. So Carl, mm. he um, he's like, yeah, let's play some video games, and so he goes and plays. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So then we get an interview with Carl and, and little baby Judith, and that was the cutest oh, scene. That was so cute. Because they had little baby Judith looking like straight out the camera. It was the cutest. Oh, thing. she is the cutest little baby. Fat cheeks. They got the cutest little baby. But it was just the fact that Carl was holding her. Yeah. That he was, that she was with Carl while he was being interviewed. That was just adorable. Yep. But Carl was so chilling. Well, he he was so chilling. Well, first he says, this is the kind of place my mom always wanted us to live in. And, you know, hopefully we can do well here. So then later, back at the house, Rick no, 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 no. You're getting it all mixed up. Okay, let me let me let me explain the scene to you. When he's sitting okay. there, when he's sitting there being filmed, he said, Yeah, this is good. And he's just saying it like matter of fact, like this is the kind of place my mom wanted us to live. Said my uh, and, and and so Deanna said something oh, yeah, he did and say, he said, My mom didn't make it. I she, did have to kill her. Uh no, he said, My mom didn't make it. 
He said, but I had to kill her. I had to be the one to do it. Right. He said, I killed her. Yep. I had to be the one to do it. Yep, he did. And it, but, but he was just stating it as a fact. No feeling, no emotion, no yeah. nothing. Just And to me, that was chilling. I, that was a very well-acted scene, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Very well. And I'm sure the character of Deanna, I'm sure, even though she was filming and probably heard lots of stuff over the years, she, I, I'm sure she was shocked. Because he was just so calm about it. Right. I had to be the one to kill her. You know? But oh what wow! What I loved was the next that scene was good. when he's at home and Rick comes in and says, "How was Ron's house?" Oh yeah, that is and good. And he's like, "So, how, what do you think about this place, Dad?" And Rick's like, "Well, you know, it seems like it's a decent place." And Carl says, "Yeah, I like it." He says, "But the people here are weak." He says, eh, "I like it. and I like the people, but, but they're, they're weak. weak." And he says, "And if we stay here, I don't want us to become weak." Wasn't that good? Wasn't that I smart? I love that. No, Carl is so perceptive. Preach, baby. Boop. <laughs> I tell you, little Carl is growing up. I loved it too. I love it. Uh, that was a good scene. And then Rick, he just kind of, mm, mm, okay. I mean, no, because you could tell he was really thinking about what Carl said. He, yeah, his mind was working. And so then that night, they're you know everybody sleep again in, in the house in the same you know house. Right, they all in the same and room. This time, Michonne wakes up and she looks up, and Rick's not even laying down, trying to lay down. He's looking out the window. And so she gets up mm-hmm. and she starts saying, you know, talking about, I think this, this place is going to work out. Well. And he says, well, something about, I can't remember the exact words. Oh, I know what it was. She's like, I still haven't, we still haven't gotten a job yet. And he's like, do you want one? And she said, yeah, yes. And I he do. said, and he's like, well, that's like signing the papers. That's making it a done deal. Yeah. That's what like, he said. Are you afraid about that? And he says, Aren't you? Aren't you? And she's like, no. He's like, well, then why are we both awake? There you go. And I said to the TV, boop. Because <laughs> that is so true. That is, a, And Michonne couldn't say nothing. She just Yeah, and then he, he says, I'm going to go for a walk. And then he kind of pats her shoulder. Mm-hmm. And you can see her thinking about that, like, shit, shit he's right. He's right. <laughs> I know There's it. something about this that it's ain't something about well it. with me. Something about it. Yeah. So then Rick... I like this nighttime walk, though. Rick goes for his little nighttime walk, and as he's walking, then you hear somebody say, hey, you Rick, ain't you? I thought, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, yeah. You, my wife cut your hair. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, Don't all Rick said was... Jealous fucking yeah. husband. And he says, my wife cut your hair. And Rick just stood there. That's the way he said it. Like, mm-hmm. my wife over at your motherfucking house. Instead of my cut house. your hair, yeah. yeah. And he smoked a cigarette. And Rick just looked at him, yeah. And then he says, welcome to Alexandria. But, of course, he wasn't welcoming him. Of course or not. Rick just walked on. And I started thinking, okay, don't tell me this fool's one of these jealous. Well, first of all, that was your clue. Yeah. That. He watching. That. No, no, no. To me, that was my clue. I'll put it that way. That was my clue that either Rick or somebody going to have to off this fool. Yes. And we're going to have dickmatized trick hole number. Trickity trick hole number three. Because she going to be. Morning, her husband, and it's, go to Rick. It's really number. Is it three or four? Do we counted them four. Back. She'll be she'll be trick hole number four. Because we didn't because count. Lily was number three. It was Andrea. We counted Lori. Oh yeah, Lori was trick hole number one. Yeah, that's true. I mean, hey, she was uh huh. So okay. yeah. So this trick this will be, be four. Trick hole number four. Trickity trick number well, four. Well, I hope they don't turn her into a. Trick Let's hope trick. not. But you watch, it's going that way. Yeah, because what yeah. I immediately thought of was that this man is probably overbearing, yeah. abusive, 
or whatever. And that's what she, that's what I thought of is that when she said I could take care of myself, that's what she meant. She's been have to fight this motherfucker off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why she come around to Rickety Rick's house. Yeah. To be a trickety trick. Child. Oh, new man. A new okay. cute man. And now does she know he gonna be the constable? Oh hell yeah, she's gonna be all up under him. You watch. So I was mm. like, oh, please, y'all. Let's mm-hmm. not go this route. But anyway, so um, then so we get to the next day. I know she is so cute. Oh, that baby Judith is so sweet. She is cute. I think this is one of the cutest Judith babies. Oh, yes, yes. Um, she's more alert or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's just adorable. Um, the next day we get an, in another interview and it's Carol. And mm-hmm. she's talking about. And oh, I love so this. Good. I love this. And Carol is just my girl. I love it. She Ooh. was like, "Oh yes," and I did. <laughs> I did all the cooking and the cleaning. I and just, gardening, and gardening, laundry. And I took care of my husband. And I just missed that big old leg of a man. Well, she said, and I had dinner waiting for him every night on the table. And I just missed that big old leg of a man every all day, the while, grinning and shinning. shinning. And then they, she said, okay, so like, what do you do for the group? She said, you know, I don't really know why the group even took me in. I'm because I don't really do it. I guess they just felt like I'm like their, their, their den mother. That's what she said. I said, about the no, group. She oh, said. it was so good. Then, then Deanna asked her, well, now, what do you think you can do for the community? Well, um, I like to do, I like to do something in the community. Do you have a junior league? With Lizzie, lurking Lizzie, yeah, junior league. Yeah, you need to work with some kids, teach them how to shoot and shit. <laughs> no, that was so good. Leave the kids alone, Carol. leave the kids alone. Don't even mess with kids. I know, kids. but that's yeah. what made it so funny. That, yeah, that's what made, remember them classes that yes. she was she was uh, teaching in the jail. So then later, Ooh, the next scene, we see Carol coming out the house dressed in khakis and a cardigan and a cardigan sweater. And I was like, oh no, this is not the look I like to see. <laughs> Carol. I know. Nobody does. And so Daryl, he's just sitting on the porch again, not doing nothing. She's like, Daryl, you at least need to go take a shower and keep up appearances. She says, you need to take that vest off so I can wash it. Yeah. And so she, he's, she's like, he says, I'm not doing a shower yet. He don't really. (laughs) He he said, I'm I'm not doing it. And she goes, I'm off to make meals for people and do what I can. And what she said, she makes meals for old people uh, 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 people that don't know how to cook and like pregnant women uh, 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 or women that don't know how to cook or something like that. That's what she said. Yeah. So think meals on wheels. She's you know, trying to tell him, you know, you need to keep up appearances, clean up. I'm going to snatch that shirt off of you. No, I'm she said, hose you down. She said, sleep. I'm going to hose you down in your sleep. <laughs> and I love when Daryl, cause he's just trying to be, he's just, and he just, he's just belligerent. belligerent. Yeah. That's he, it. he being belligerent. And he just like, on purpose. You look ridiculous. Yeah. But <laughs> and wait a minute. And and that's when she says, she's she's hopping down the steps, just chipper, you know? Like, and she says, I'm gonna hose you down in your sleep. And she just walking down the sidewalk, just almost skipping. You know, and I said, Ooh, Carol is fooling now. She is really fooling now. But mm. oh, that was so funny. You it was so ridiculous. good. Ridiculous. Because she did look crazy in that. She, well, well, yeah. I mean, to you me, know. that outfit was scarier than any of her warrior shit that she's ever had. <laughs> it was a little much. Too much. But her goal apparently is to get to know everybody. Exactly. And to catalog everybody. That's what she says. She says, I uh, feed all the people and stuff. She says, it's a, it's a great way to get to know everybody. Yep. 
Uh huh. To meet smart. everybody. Uh huh. Very smart. Because we know Carol is cataloging that shit. Yep. So then we get another interview with Glenn, and he's looking off serious. And he's like, "Look, we need to make this work with this community." Mm-hmm. He says because we were almost out there too long. And you know what though? That was that was kind of, to me. Glenn's interview to me showed Glenn and and, and um, Rick. Their interviews to me showed the the hardship and the heartbreak of the the family unit because Glenn was so. Glenn appeared to me so broken. Yeah. And, and Glenn appeared to me to be begging without begging. You know what I mean? Without saying, please, 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 please. I mean, but it was just so sorrowful to me. Yeah. The way he said it, I just felt kind of sorry for him. I think he's, I think it's catching up with him, of course. I and think so. Maggie, all of her sadness and just all mm-hmm. the stress of having to be out there and I worrying. I think so. And she I think is, it's catching up with Glenn, too, yeah, yeah, because he just is so... Sad and, and and like he yeah he dealing with his wife yeah. talking about I don't know if I want to go on I know yeah. I know that's hard yeah it know? is it is because she not only is she saying I don't want to go on I don't want to go on with your ass either yeah see that's the <laughs> you know? well, I mean you know really so that's yeah. hard to take his interview was kind of mm-hmm. hard <laughs> yeah so um, then we next get Carl. Looking out the window, and I guess their house is positioned near the wall. One well, of the walls. well, no, it's just that if you notice when they first walked into the house, there's windows everywhere in right. every room. It's really beautiful, though, but there's just windows everywhere. And he was Carl was playing with one of those uh, hourglasses, something, and he sees Enid, 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 whatever, Edith, whatever her name Enid. is, Enid, uh, sneaking over the wall. And she's then got a little system going where she's got little sticks where she climbs up over the wall. And uh, she pokes them in the and so in the sides. He is like really interested, so he follows her out into the woods. Well, you can tell by his facial expression because he's he, he's not grinning, but he's got this little smile okay. like, "Hey, I should have thought of that." Yeah. You know, because that's very ingenious what right. she did. Because mm-hmm. she would stick sticks in the side, climb up that one, and then take the uh, lower one out and stick it, uh, uh, you know, above and climb all the way. I thought that was pretty ingenious myself. I'm thinking, where this chick going? Well, she had a backpack. Yeah. And so he's following her in the woods and ends up losing her because mm-hmm. there's a noise. And so she starts running. Well, she and hears so- that group coming. So she's running, and he tries to catch up with her. Of course, he loses her. Mm-hmm. So then we see Rick um, going outside the gate. Well, aren't we going to get to the group, Sasha? And yeah, him? we are in a minute. Okay. So Rick goes outside the gate, and he's walking with a purpose because he's trying to get back to that house where he stashed that gun and that blender thing. Well, not only that, but he's also checking the perimeter. You notice right. he's, he's checking to see, and I thought that was pretty good how, you know, their their perimeter was exactly like at the prison where they had those big poles holding up the fence. Only their perimeter is metal and wood. Right. See, yes. so that's a lot more sturdy. Very sturdy. Because Deanna said that her husband, who obviously didn't make it, her husband was a professor. Well, we don't of know Arch- that. Well, he she ain't said- there. He ain't there with her, so he must have died. We don't know that. He might be busy doing his job somewhere. Well, it could be. But anyway, he was a professor of architecture. Yeah. So he helped with uh, design that structure. That I took a- it like he was dead. She didn't say past tense. She said, my husband is. She oh. didn't say was. But okay. So I took it like he was still there somewhere, and we just haven't met him yet. Mm. I don't know. 
Could be he gone. We I think know. he gone. So anyhow, so Rick goes to that house. And of course, along the way, there's some walkers and shit. He decides to let them just go. because uh, The one rocker that he saw around the corner because mm-hmm. it was just one. It just one. So he goes and gets to the blender cap. Or, excuse me, the blender, top part of the blender. And the gun is motherfucking gone. It's gone. Who you think got it? Gone. Who you think got it? I don't know. Some people it's online was saying the girl, Enid. Yeah. Because she had that backpack. And right. she was you know, forging. Yeah. I don't think it's Enid. I don't know. Who. I think it's Morgan. Well, it could be. I hope it's Morgan. <laughs> I don't know. I start thinking. But it could be that Enid girl. I have no idea. I was like, who the fuck got the gun? Somebody it's somebody it. who was maybe watching where he put it because why else would you even look in that thing? Why would you even look over there in that right. trash? So it happens to be somebody who was watching him. I don't think so. That. I think it was that Enid girl because she's foraging. She she goes out and forages stuff. Well, but, but still. Or I Morgan. Uh, anyway, so um, he starts, he's like, shit, what the fuck happened to my gun? <laughs> I know, and you can see it. And by life. this point, there's a couple more walkers coming towards him. So he gets up. And he's about to get get with him. And here comes little Carl from around the corner from when he was following the girl. And what I liked about this scene is that Rick didn't even turn to him and go, where the fuck you been? He didn't flinch or nothing. He didn't flinch or nothing. He just said, okay, get ready. get ready. I like that. I love that scene. I like and little that. Carl just walked all around. Came up on the side of Rick. They both had their knives out. Ready. Rick had that big ass butcher knife that he got yeah. the night that other night. It was beautiful scene. I loved it. That was a beautiful it was scene. It's like, okay, babe, I know you do the same shit I do, but now Rick trusts him. He does. He trust don't gotta him. just be calling his fucking name all day. Mm-hmm. He knows that Carl can take care of himself mm-hmm. and is gonna take care of business. I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I like that. And Rick said, okay, get ready. Yeah. The only words he uttered was, get ready. Get ready. And they both crouching because down. Because that's his way of making sure to Carl, we ain't going to be soft. And yeah. We're going to keep our fucking skills together. That's what I think, too, mm-hmm. see. And they was, I mean, they was slicing and dicing. Slicing they was and with them dicing. knives, with them knives. So then Glenn, Tara, and Noah meet up with Nicholas and Aiden, I guess, is the other guy. Oh, well, wait a minute. We ain't through with the scene with Rick and, Rick and them because as they're killing up the walkers, there's one walker who... Who is up underneath this tarp, which was next to where the the, oh, the blender yeah. was, and he grabs Rick's foot. Yeah, and of course Rick shakes him off. Rick takes this big old long metal spear thing that's gonna hit him, and and Carl says, "No, let me." Mm-hmm. And man, I bet Carl was brutal with it. Well, you gotta be. Woo, he was brutal with it. So yeah, that whole thing was yeah, we keeping our skills. Yeah, we keeping our skills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Okay. Okay. So then we get to Glenn, Tara, and, to- and Noah. Oh man, this and was they, a mess. I know. And they are with Nicholas and Aiden, who is Deanna's son. Mm-hmm. And apparently, they run the group that does all the supply runs. Yeah. And so Glenn's like, "Well, yeah, y'all are pretty well stocked up. Y'all must do pretty good." And so that one Aiden guy goes, "Yeah, we do all right," and says, "We lost four other people like a month ago, and that's mm-hmm. why y'all are here mm-hmm. to take their place." He said, that's okay, because we got the, the one that got him, mm-hmm. or one of the ones that got him. We got him tied up over here. This was so, so nasty. They take and him, totally unnecessary. Said, so then we use this as our pregame warm-up. I guess they go and, like, torture the walker or whatever. I didn't even get that shit. Because they're 
They're young and stupid. Well, and because see, they don't have no experience with living on the outside, right, so you right. know they don't they don't recognize how dangerous those walkers are. Right. So they go to where they have it tied up, and it's then gotten loose. It's then probably rotted and fell well, out of because the it's chain. skin rotted. Yeah, the you can see was, some of that skin hanging yeah, off of the chain. Like what the hell? We gotta go find this thing now. So Glenn, Noah, and Tara are like freaking out, going, what, "What the fuck? I mean, what the hell y'all been doing? What, are you, mm-hmm. what is this about?" So finally, this walker comes up on them, and instead of just killing it, they're trying to play with it. They're trying to capture it and get it chained back up. Uh, Glenn and Tara and uh, Noah are like, "Well, let's just kill." It. They're like, "No, no, no. We there be done. Do yeah, no, we told y'all." Uh, you have to follow our direction. You have to follow our direction and stuff. And that thing has turned around on Aiden and is about to chomp him. So Tara comes up and is going to grab it. His whole back skin comes off. That was so oh, that was so nasty. nasty. But that was cool. His though. whole back skin comes off. So Glenn runs up, and at the time Glenn is sticking that thing in the head with his knife, Tara got her knife and is sticking it up upward in the head, in the back of his head and chin. Yep. And they kill it. And, of course, these fools are pissed off. They're mad. um, They killed their toy. Mm. And I'm thinking, these motherfuckers need to go somewhere. Yeah, Glenn is fussing back saying, look, y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. She could have been killed. Yeah. And finally, Glenn and Noah and Tara, they just walk on off. Yeah, they walk back. Yeah, they walk back. So then as they're walking back and through the gate, this Aiden fool is talking shit. He's still talking shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, y'all off the damn crew. Y'all don't know how to do. And y'all don't know how to follow direction. I y'all told you, how to you do. have to follow my instructions. And y'all don't know how to do out there. And Glenn's like, I'm sure it's, I'm pretty sure it's the other way around. Yeah. And oh, like I like that. that. I like that. I like that. He wasn't playing okay. his jaw with as, as they're fighting, or, or not fighting, arguing. but as they're arguing, a crowd's coming. Not only are some of our people coming, Abraham comes up, uh, uh, Daryl comes up, but there's some townspeople Rick. too. Yep. Rick, and townspeople so, too. And so that Aiden fool, I can't remember we even started their, their little thing, but he's going to act like he's going to get up in uh, Glenn's face. Well, first of all, yeah. Well, that's because Glenn was talking back to him. Right. And, and then, used to that, so apparently. as the other people came around, Deanna, which is his mama, she came through and says, all right, 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 right. What is, what is the problem? And he's talking about, you should have never let these well, people come in. Yeah. You should have never let them come in. And and uh, he says some kind of shit. He turns around to Glenn, Glenn and it's like he's going to swing at him. Glenn ducks and just he just barely hits him on the nose. And that dude goes all the way to the ground. All the way to the oh, ground. Oh, and then this other no-name shit that we don't know. He's going to try to jump on somebody. Daryl got him. Daryl got him. Daryl got wait, him from the back. Wait, Daryl oh. goes off, though. Daryl goes Darryl off. Daryl is a little bit too rough with it. Yes. Because he got some pent-up shit he's trying to get out. Exactly. So Rick had to come and get Daryl off of him. Rick had to jump behind Daryl and say, okay, Daryl, look. is so busy pacing. He is still in his feelings But Daryl was going to get that fool. He that just he is don't so know. Pissed. He is pacing. And Rick tells him, look, now. Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Now's not the time. Come on, back off. And then the agent fool jumps up like he gonna do something. Michonne steps in his face and says, oh, you think you want to do something again? He backed the hell up. I said, ooh, that was good. That was was good. Yep. And so Deanna has to announce to the whole town, look, they got equal rights with all the rest of y'all motherfuckers. 
Basically, they yeah. gonna be here. They gonna be here. They here now. They gonna stay here, and, and they, they gonna got be treated. equal rights. Right. Rick is gonna be our new constable. Constable, and she says, "I want you to be our constable," and Michonne too. Mm-hmm. And so Michonne, and they both, I guess, <laughs> they agree. agree. Yeah. yeah. And then she tells Aiden and that other no-name fool, uh, everybody needs to turn in their weapons because they're the only ones that had guns right. and stuff. And uh, you two need to come to and talk to me. Thank you. And once they left, then she looked at Glenn and she said, thank you. And he said, for what? <laughs> she said, for knocking him on his ass. <laughs> That was funny. That was good. Because she know he needed it. He needed I took it. Okay. Look. Now, to me, yeah. that was some confirmation that his daddy dead. Yeah. His daddy is not there. Or his daddy ain't the one to kind of to do that. Well, kind of I don't believe I don't believe her husband is there at all. Could be. I think he he, he got got probably. Yeah, it could be gone. Mm-hmm. So then the next thing we see, Rick, they at the house, and Rick is in his I don't know if it's his or a different one. It's a different one, of course. Sheriff or constable or police uniform. Yeah. And... It's the one she provided with him. Because yeah. he says, I'm trying it out. Yeah. Yeah. So he walks through the house, and everybody's looking at him. Everybody's, like, at the tables and stuff. And and they're kind of... To me, they're kind of giving their silent approval. Yeah. Because they're just looking, and everybody's like, like oh, yeah, we're back yeah. to Sheriff Sheriff Rick. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes out on the porch, and there's uh, Carol and, and uh, Daryl. And so well, like, there's Daryl out there, and then Carol comes out right. the side door. And so then, uh, Daryl says, tells, "Oh, you, sh- you, you a cop again?" And that's when Rick says, uh, "I'm trying it on. I'm trying it on." So he tells them, "I think it's safe enough for us to sleep in two houses now." Well, he says, "Sleep in our own houses." Right. Mm-hmm. And Carol, which I thought was interesting, said, "This is going to make us weak." And she came out, and I mean, she was. But okay, she was serious. Now this is this is what I thought. I went, "Oh shit, Rick." Because she had that same tone of voice and the same talking when she was explaining to Rick why she killed Karen and the other guy. Remember? Think about it. Well, I I'm, that is not a concern to me. Oh yeah, it was to me. No, who's she going to kill? Hey, she's not going to kill nobody. You don't never know. <laughs> now, this she's supposed to be a girl. Hey, but Carol is we already know Carol is playing sheep. You don't know what she going to do. Anywho. But she likes what she hears, though, see. Anyhow, Sister J. That's my, um, my opinion. All right. Anywho. So she's like, um, this is going to, being here is going to make us, keep us weak or make us weak. Make and us Rick weak. tells her, we won't get weak. We can't never that's go back. That's not in us anymore. Yeah, that's not in us anymore. He says, we going to make it work. And if they can't make it, then we'll just take this place. And Carol and smiles. Carol was like, well, she no. didn't exactly smile. Yes, she did. But her, she and Darryl, like, her and Daryl gave each other them looks. Like, if that's what we got to do, that's what we got to do. Because then. when he said that, he was facing out. Daryl was smoking a cigarette, and Daryl kind of grinned. Because he was, Daryl's probably thinking, yeah, I could do that. And then he's looking at Carol, and Carol's looking like she gave him that same look. That she gave when she gave up the guns, and then he turned around back at her, and she gave him that look like, mm-hmm, yeah. Ooh, I loved it. I liked it. I love that episode. I liked it, too. And I especially like the fact that, okay, if we if they're going to get rowdy body, we're going to take this place. We're going to take it. He yep. said, if they can't make it with us, then we're going to take it. We're going to take it. Because they already know how to do 
They do. They already know how to do. And none of these fools do. None of them. But the way Rick's face was, I was like, damn. <laughs> I think he's serious. <laughs> yeah, we forgot to say, too, when that Aiden was fussing with, um, what you call him, Glenn, he was pushing him, too. Yeah. he was. He's pu- actually pushing him. I'm thinking, oh, hell no. You just don't know. See, that's the thing Rick was saying. They don't know us. They don't know. They don't know us trying to do all this kind mm-hmm. of... And Aaron telling him, oh, you're good people. You don't know me. <laughs> I loved it. I really did like this episode. I love this episode. Yeah. And poor Daryl, hey, y'all need to, y'all need to crowd him because he could, he could, uh, he could slice all y'all up. All of them up. All of them. So that episode, that's the end of the episode, basically. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked it. I, I actually really enjoyed the Deanna lady, even though I know she's shady. I really liked her. Yeah, I, I like her character. Yeah, I liked how she, she talked mm-hmm. to people. I didn't realize it, and this is another thing I noticed when I was watching, because we're so used to our core group, mm-hmm. that, and they're all about the same size, that Rick is so, they're all tall, because mm-hmm. she's obviously short. She's short. And everybody's towering over her. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, I was like, yeah, that, I forget how tall them other people are. Yeah, because she, yeah. Because everybody's about the same height. Mm-hmm. Except, you know, now she's on the show. But anyway. But then that little girl... E, uh, we forgot that Eden girl, she, Enid. Enid, she's standing there looking at Carl. She got her little knapsack and everything. She's standing there looking at Carl. Carl's looking at her and he says, You don't like me much, do you? And she just don't say nothing and walks she don't on. Say nothing. Mm-hmm. Something up with her, too. But she might be the one to have the gun because she obviously uses that knapsack and forages around and stuff. She's a little strange. No, I don't think she's strange. I she do. just used to being outside. She come from outside just like they did. Hey, pe- anybody who don't talk and just looking at you, <laughs> that's strange. I'm sorry, CJ, that's strange. <laughs> All right. Oh, and look, look at the trick hole look. looking back. See, the future trick hole. I forgot that part, too. As everybody's dispersing, the future tr- trick hole, tricky trick hole number four is looking back at the group. Uh, she ain't looking at the group. She's looking at Rick. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Okay, so uh, now can we move on to our feedback? Yes, we can. Okay. (laughs) Okay, well, I have been forgetting, I don't know why, the last several (laughs) episodes to go look at our iTunes reviews to see if we have any new ones, and we do. And a couple of them go back to December, so let me go ahead and read those. Okay. So this one is, is, the title is, I would follow them to the end of the world. I have been a silent listener. It's from Lynn Ray L. Okay. I have been a silent listener of these ladies from their Fringe V, True Blood, and Game of Thrones podcast. Wow. I have laughed along with them and the family so many times, I'm not even going to bother trying to remember any of them. (laughs) What I do remember easily, though, are the times that I have, one, Veered off the road from laughing so hard while driving. <laughs> Two, sprinting to the nearest restroom from laughing. Aww. Three, choking on coffee from laughing. <laughs> Four, snorting coffee out of my nose, you guessed it, from laughing. The list goes on. These ladies are so generous with their time. They read and play every last piece of feedback they get. And they get a lot. 
Not many podcasts out there do that. That is dedication. <laughs> Though I have watched all the other shows the ladies podcast about, I have never watched The Walking Dead and never will. Oh. But after Game of Thrones ended, I was lost without them. I decided to listen to this podcast, and surprisingly enough, I can follow the storyline pretty easily. A testament to their great recaps, <laughs> thoughts, and opinions on each episode. Will I ever watch The Walking Dead? Nope. I can't do horror. But with the Sister Speak podcast, I don't have to. <laughs> if you are a fan of any of the shows the Sisters podcast about, do yourself a favor and check out their podcast. Thank you, Sisters J and K, for sharing your time with us. A fan forever. Lon Ray L. Thank Five you. Five stars. Wow. I think that is the longest iTunes review we have ever received ever. Ever. And thank you. I mean, if you followed us from Fringe and V, you are a long time listener. Especially after the V. Woo! Thank you so much. This is a true testament. The fact that you don't even watch True Blood, but you're listening Listening to the podcast. podcast. (laughs) I mean, not True Blood. The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. And you're listening to the podcast is amazing. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yes, we do. And we do do it for fun. Thank you, Lon Ray. Thank you. Our next one is from Spooky Cat 4. Hey, Spooky. And the title (laughs) is Just Get Bit. (laughs) First of all, take a drink. Yes, ma'am. I've had an iPhone for two years and just found podcasts about a week ago. (laughs) What? What? You can't get nothing on. You can't get nothing by me. Laugh out loud. <laughs> you ladies make me laugh out loud. I love your relationship with each other as much as anything about the podcast. <laughs> you guys pick up on things some of the guys doing podcasts miss. I am up to episode twenty-one and hope to finish the other seventeen before the show airs next week. Oh yeah, and this is from January. Right, right, right. I just found YouTube videos of old conventions with the cast, particularly Norman Reedus. Look up his Boondock Saints co-star, Sean Patrick Flannery, telling the horse story and the soap story if you want to laugh your ass off. <laughs> Meantime, I'm going back to listening to the sisters fuss about that trick hoe biatch <laughs> and the other characters who need to just get bit. Just get bit. Thanks, Kim from Baltimore. Oh, thank five you. Five stars. Woo, thank you for that five star thank review, you, Kim. Kim. So she also was a first time writer weeks ago uh-huh. and also gave us an iTunes Thank review. you, Kim, very much. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> yeah, we do get a little heated with the trickety trick hoes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. <sighs> um, our next one is from Mayday 7716 from okay. February 13th. Okay. Um, and it says, and now I'm, uh, let's see, uh, the title of this one is, the comment is, the sisters bit me. <laughs> and now I'm hooked. <laughs> Love these ladies. They keep me laughing and entertained. Love their personal input and the families on the show and look forward to them every week. I binge listen from the first episode and now that the show is back, I'm patiently, not so much, waiting to hear what everyone thought. Today is Thursday. <laughs> I knew that was <laughs> when the new podcast came out. <laughs> it's not so fun now, though. Today, uh, <laughs> it's not so fun now being on the other side and waiting now that I'm caught up. Yeah. Huh. Keep it up, ladies. Love the show. Mayday 7716. Thank five you, May- stars. Thank you, Mayday, for that five-star review. And that subtle read. That was a subtle read. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> 
we know we kind of late sometimes. Well, it actually but. so happens that we podcasted that next day, the yeah. 14th, because we did a yeah. podcast on the 14th. So. But still, okay. And our last iTunes review is uh, from Pastry Check, okay, P-S-T-R-Y-C-H-X-M-A. So I'm thinking Pastry Checks Ma. Check. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Pasty. Pasty. It's pastry. P-A-S-T-R-Y. Oh, pastry. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say pe- pastry. Pastry. <laughs> anyway. Sisters, oh, I've been drinking. <laughs> First, I love these ladies. And this one's from March 4th, mm-hmm. so this week. I found Sister Speak from a highly recommended review on another podcast webpage. Oh, well, which one? Thank you. Which uh, podcast was it? And we'll give them a shout out. Yeah, let us know. Even though this podcast can sometimes have a sketchy release schedule. <laughs> <laughs> no shade trying to beat us. I'm not reading, y'all. <laughs> Sister J. Oh, yes, you are. I love it how each and every episode. <laughs> that is some shit. Even though this podcast can sometimes have a sketchy release schedule. I love it how each and every episode is like having a party with Sister Speak Nation. <laughs> I rush the kids to bed, then make sure I have a, have my sweet red or Riesling That's right. on tap so I can enjoy the sisters' reviews of each episode and share the feedback from their fans. I'm drinking my sweet red right now. <laughs> their episode reviews are insightful, filled with interesting theories. Um, how do I say this? The commentary also includes colorful language and vocabulary. <laughs> Laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, and the listener feedback is also great. <laughs> Pastry Trexma, five stars. Thank you, Pastry, for the five-star review. Thank you, Pastry. Uh, and that read. That was a full-time read. That, that was a full subtle. read. That yeah. Was a full read. Damn. I like the way you said that, though. Sketchy release. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we tried to do better. Hey, we try. Y'all know. All right. Y'all know we be busy. Thank you, Pastry. Oh. <laughs> that was a good one. So that so we appreciate all of those iTunes We do appreciate it very much. Anyone else who wants to uh, give us a little review, we would not be mad at you. Yeah, give us an iTunes review. <laughs> I'll make sure I check those from now on. <laughs> but we like your emails and, and voicemails the best, though, too. Yeah, yeah, because we, we like can, those too. Yeah, because then we can. Um, but we will remember on the uh, iTunes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now on to our email. Okay. Um, our first email is from Linda. Hey, Linda from Portland. Hey, Linda. And she says, um, and the t- subject line is "Walking Dead, Episode Eleven, Season Five. Sorry, it's late. Hi, ladies. It's Linda from Portland. I follow you with Game of Thrones. Yep. This is my very first Walking Dead email. Ooh. Welcome, Linda. I started watching the show just to keep up with you. I was listening to your podcast for this episode and had a quick thought. Mm -hmm. I think Aaron's group needs muscle. Our group is very formidable and aggressive. Yeah. If I had a safe community, I'm not sure I would invite them in unless there was a bigger threat to our security. Maybe the new community isn't looking to mess Rick and company up. Maybe they want the group to defend them from someone else. Now, that's a good thought, Linda. That's a very good thought. That's a very good thought. Take theory. care, ladies. Linda from Portland. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Linda. You know what, though? That's a good idea. That's a good idea, Linda, because we do know that somebody, some human beings, 
cut those walkers in half and stacked them up and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And in the community where uh, Noah's mama lived. Yep. So maybe you are. I Which didn't even think of that. A short hour. Right. Away, you know, a short hundred miles away. Yeah, a hundred miles away. So. You know what, Linda? I mm, that's very good. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. Well, thank you for writing in. Yeah, thank you for writing in. And hopefully, you'll be writing again. And we for only Game have like we only have like about a month yep. for Game of Thrones. A month, Ooh, yeah, a few days. Okay. Okay, and our next uh, email <coughs> is from An- uh No Andrea. Yes. Hey, Andrea. Andrea. Hey, sisters and family. I just finished listening to both of the episodes since the break, and I am now all caught up. Yay! Just wanted to weigh in on two things. One, Abraham and the zombie knife. I think since they are all already infected, getting the zombie blood in a cut wouldn't count. Yeah. Plus, they don't seem to be afraid of slathering themselves in zombie blood for camouflage. Exactly. It has to be something with a bite, I think. I think you're right. I think you're right. Because I noticed in this episode that we just... Excuse me. Finished uh, reviewing when when Carl and Rick was was killing those zombies. Carl had blood all over his hands and stuff. He did, but I, I and so you know. But this was different. This is like actually getting. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's got to be a direct bite or something too. I, guess, I, I think they sure aren't talking about it, are they? No, on the show. And, and I mean that cut is healing on his arm because it showed it last week. So number two, Alexandria. I hope it's a safe place, but after all the group has been through, Rick is absolutely right to be suspicious. Yes. I'm also glad to hear you will be reviewing Empire, and I can't wait to hear your thoughts on my new favorite show. Yep. Until next time, Andrea. P.S. I stopped my car in the middle of the road to take this picture. Doesn't it look like walkers (coughs) might come staggering out any second? Oh, hell no. Where you at, girl, in the deep woods? Ooh, you got woods on both sides of the road, and Wait, it's and it's a two it's a two lane, lane road. road. Ain't nothing around. Oh hell, oh, hell no! Where, Woo! That's, where the hell is this? Because I do not need to go there. You are spooking us out. Mm. Spook- That's a good picture, dude. That is a good picture. Though. I mean, crystal clear. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, Andrea. And let us know where is that taken. Yeah, so that we don't go. There. <laughs> we don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! See, I I really would be freaked. Ooh, I would out. be freaked. I don't mm. like going to nowhere, and you know, sometimes you have to drive somewhere. Yeah, and you have to go through little towns like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. Mm-mm. Mm. Thank you, Andrea. I will say, when I lived in Virginia, I used to have to drive through from the town I lived in to the other town where I worked in. I drove through this winding road that dipped. And there was a cemetery, a Civil War cemetery. Oh, shit. Uh, wait a minute, on both sides. And almost every day in the spring and summer, it would be foggy. So you driving, and you already know it's a cemetery, and it's fog and shit. Talk about spooky. No, mm. thank you. But I did it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, uh, Andrea. <laughs> thank you, Andrea. Our next email is from Joanne from NYC. Hey, Joanne. Hi, sisters. Are you ladies wearing a smart nifty sweater set like Carol? <laughs> no, we don't no. dress like that. This was a great episode. <laughs> it was. Suspenseful, tense, and mysterious. Mm-hmm. I love Carol's take of being the useless, helpless, happy, sappy, middle-aged woman. That's right. That woman is super smart. Ooh, she's so smart. Okay, but wait. Why is Daryl still the last one who hasn't taken a shower? <laughs> 
does. What's with him skinning a possum on the nice porch? That's what I'm saying. On the porch. On the front porch. He could have at least went to the backyard. Yeah, something. As for trusting people, don't trust that little snot-nosed girl. I think she's major trouble, and it's going to get hormonal Carl in trouble. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, something ain't right with her. Yeah, because his little hormones are getting ready to kick in. I'm glad Glenn kept his head straight and didn't fall into that soon-to-be Walker Food idiot boy's power trip. Yeah. Idiot has no clue who he's messing with. They don't. Even Tara is more useful. (laughs) That's the truth. I mean, really, yeah. Not sure about this community, but I'm glad Rick is finally clean and shaved. I know. Hallelujah. Stay strong, sisters, and don't give in to fancy clean clothes and showers. (laughs) Joanne from NYC. Oh, that is hilarious. Yeah, she does look, I mean, she looks. If Daryl doesn't mm. get cleaned up in the next episode, they need to really hold they need his to, ass down. Right, they need to clean him ridiculous. up. I bet he look real good cleaned up, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. he will. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Our next email is from Brother Ray. Hey, Brother Ray, where you been? Where you been? His subject line is, what up, Walking Dead fam? (laughs) Hey, ladies. Been a while, but I was way behind watching The Walking Dead. Uh I was getting tired of it, but now after receiving eight inches of snow, I've been on the couch (laughs) all weekend and now caught up. Ain't that the juicy? That'll do it for you. That sure will, when you have a free day to watch. Mm -hmm. Let's get started. I think the game has learned, finally, after having to deal with Terminus and Woodbury. Yep. Each person has taken a different approach in Alexandria. Yep. All props goes to Carol for being a badass spy, but acting like she's one of the Stepford wives. I know. I love it. As for Rick, as they say, just because you're paranoid don't mean nobody isn't actually out to get you. Exactly. Keep it up. Daryl needs to snap out of it. <laughs> is he just overcautious or is he still emotional? He's belligerent. He's, yeah. He's just believing. He doesn't want to get comfortable. Yeah. I think he doesn't want to be disappointed. Yeah. He doesn't want to have to go through, because as soon as they have let their guard down in the past. Exactly. Some shit has kicked off. And I think he's belligerent acting because he's a little bit ticked that they're just also willing to, to, okay, let's settle in. No, I think he's okay with that. I think he's not able to turn off his, his instinct to be out there and control what he can because the last time that he did Beth got snatched and because yeah. Beth got snatched she got killed yep. so I think that's what it is but yeah. they need to kind of you know let him they need to give him some time they, they need to let him snap out of it because yeah. he's acting worse than uh, what's her name Maggie Yeah, you know about it Yeah. Uh, questions who took the gun yeah. yeah see we don't know see I it might be Morgan, but it might be that girl, though. I don't think Morgan's there yet. And he might be. What's up with hairdresser's hubby? She never mentioned him. Yeah. It's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not an architect, but was I the only one that thought that the beams that stabilized the walls around Alexander should have been inside the complex? No. You thought that, too? No. Oh, she said, "Is am I the only one that thought that the beams... Should have been inside the complex. Oh, yes. Well, now, that is a good point. I didn't think about it then, but that is a good point. Hmm. But I took it like they were on the outside because they were trying to stabilize the structure. I don't know. You know what I mean? I didn't think about it. I didn't think about I, that. I looked at it like they were stabilizing the I, structure and not necessarily 
like at at the prison trying to keep them from from Coming from in. from from their weight falling on it. I don't know. I didn't even think about that. <coughs> I just thought, oh, they got some big ass walls. Well, because that wall's in. about twenty feet high. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really high. It's mm-hmm. not like at the prison. Mm-hmm. So okay, before I get into long ass territory. But wait, shouldn't I be grandfathered in the sister speak long ass? You know, <laughs> yes. Laugh out loud. Yes. I love when you ladies get into discussion. So we are in season five looking at our survivors. Do you think either of you would still be around? Now, before you yeah. say yes, Sister K, you was disgusted about Rick eating off of Aaron's spoon. Laughing <laughs> my ass off. <laughs> That's true. I know my ass would still be around. Poe thing. I would hate to see you just roaming around the hillside as a walker. <laughs> what do you mean? You would be a walker because, hey, I would be definitely surviving because I could outrun any of them motherfuckers. He says, I can't complain. Trader Joe's was out of one of my favorite products and I almost sat in the middle of the store and cried. Oh, hell no. I guess we will both be roaming around. <laughs> you know what? Okay, let's stop for wait, a minute. Wait, wait. Sister J? As always, he's asking, would you still be around? As always, love the podcast, Brother Ray. Okay. Thank Thank you, you, Brother Brother Ray. Ray. Okay, two things, Brother Ray. (laughs) Why why he got to say, I'd be a walker? Wait a minute. First of all, two things. First of all, as far as the walker go, I would definitely still be around because I could outrun any of the motherfuckers. Wait a minute. Including uh, that claimant gang. Oh, hell yeah. Please. And I wouldn't have no qualms about killing other motherfuckers. Number two, what's up with the Trader Joe's? You know what? I have so many people talking about Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's. I went to that place, that dinky-ass place. That store was nothing impressive at all. They have some really good stuff, products in there. It was not impressive. If you take the time to go in there and look around. That must be it. They do. But it they was had like some really good frozen tamales mm. that I have had. Once. Well, I was sorely disappointed. Anywho, it's only been once. That's not the point. The point is, why am I got to be the one? <laughs> Just because I didn't want to well, eat off of that no, full spoon. No, it's because you have already said oh, that I, you could not be outrunning them. Oh, I couldn't. And that you'd be but falling over mean... fences and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've already said that. But that doesn't You couldn't get I... through no barbed wire fence or nothing. <laughs> like Tyrese, my ass would have been licking his neck through that. <laughs> but wait, that don't mean I wouldn't, I'd be a walker. Mm. I've already said from the get-go, I would have to use the hide-and-seek defense. <laughs> I'd have to be one of those survivors in my house or somebody's house. And Mm. I'll go from house to house in the cover of whatever I can. And I'd be quiet. I wouldn't have, you know, (laughs) my only problem is I'm clumsy. So if I, you know, she is clumsy though. If I fell over something and made a bunch of noise, (laughs) that'd probably be the only thing to get me. Oh, Lord. Well, oh, that's too funny, Brother Ray. What would you be? I guess he said he would be a walker too in the middle of the field. Oh, really? He said, mm. yeah. I wouldn't. I would have been a. Hey, you know what? First of all, if I had a horse like Rick had in that first episode we seen, me and the horse would already been up to DC. <laughs> yeah, I would. Oh hell no! 
I've been gone. Well, his horse got ate up. Right, only because he was all in the middle of that shit. Well, because he saw the helicopter. Mm. Anyway. Anywho, thank you, Brother Ray. Thank you, Brother Ray. Thank you, Oh, it's too funny. Okay, our next email is from Tara. Hey, Tara. Hi, sis. We haven't heard from you in a while. This is Tara. I know it definitely has been a long time since I've written in. Yes. Yep. So for me, since all that crap since the governor has been a sleeper, child, I'm sorry. The show just now with this last episode has picked up with more story. It is picked up. Case and point. I watched this new episode twice and I did not catch the fact that Carol is bold faced lying. Oh, yeah. My love for Carol has been renewed. Not that I never liked her from the beginning. She certainly knew... Excuse me. She certainly knows how to play Susie Homemaker way too well. She did, though. Saying how much she loved Ed. Go, Carol. <laughs> she failed to mention all the bad that happened out there. Mm-hmm. I just loved at the end of the episode when she was talking to Rick and Daryl, she openly admitted to her playing the role. Mm-hmm. She ain't stupid. No, she and ain't. And watch. They don't know Rick. They don't know Carol. And that politician thinks she knows Daryl, but she got another thing coming. I know it, see. Yep. No, she really. Is. She do. I mean, she thinks she reads people, but like Rick's been saying for the you last three episodes, me. you don't know me. Mm-hmm. And he they says it know, a lot, too. But he, but he right. They don't know him. He bit out a man's throat. Yes. They don't he know did. Him. You know what? They he did. They don't know him. They've been through some things. He did bite that deuce throat out. He did. Don't hurt his Gave little his car. Baby, so, you know. That's right. P.S. If Rick hooks up with that blonde-haired white woman, then he can ha- when he can have Michonne, Samurai Warrior, Black Jaguar Princess, well, I guess since Black History Month is over, I got my hopes <laughs> up for nothing. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Peace. Another ninja keeping it real, Tayra. <laughs> She's talking about another ninja. You and my... Ooh, y'all getting mighty yeah. close. Y'all getting too close. Y'all getting too close. <laughs> Lord. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, we know it's going that way. Her husband, yeah, because you pointed out really good. When we meet this Jessie, she's talking about I got two boys. She didn't say nothing about no husband. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's going to be the trickety-trick hole number four. Oh, please. Damn. I hope not. Oh, I hope not. And now, if you notice, they, they all, well, this will be the second blonde one. They had, I guess, two dark-haired ones. Yeah, well. <sighs> it's tedious, it I know. It is tedious. It's tedious. Let's just hope that if they do it, it's quick and not dragged out like Andrea. Yeah. Or Lily. And somebody kill her quick. Thank you. Okay, our next email is from Kim. Hey, Kim. Sisters, I love this episode. I'm still not sure what to make of the ASZ people, except for the arrogant a-hole Glenn Smackdown PDQ. <laughs> I don't know what ASZ people are. Mm. The ass people. Love Daryl, Michonne, and the entire group who was there backing Glenn. These people just have no idea who they're dealing with. They don't. I wonder if Glenn flashed back to the barn filled with walkers when he found out they had that, that one chained up. Mm-hmm. Could Only, be. Could be. Only people who have been behind closed walls for the entire time could think it was okay to keep even one walker secure. Exactly. Quote, I really like the scenes with Daryl, Carol, and Rip taking notice of what was happening around them. Mm -hmm. Carol's interview and pretending she couldn't handle that gun was hilarious. It was great. She and Daryl on the porch made me laugh. (laughs) Yes, that was funny. I wonder if Daryl is like the three men Deanna didn't think worked out. So she exiled them. She can try. That's all I'm going to say. 
Uh, well, we didn't talk about the previews. No, let's not. Because some people don't watch them on purpose, oh, okay. so they don't want to be right. spoiled. The little girl Enid reminded me of Rosarita. Laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, she spelled it Rosarita. Ah, that's right, Rosarita. It's Rosita. It's Rosarita. Y'all are awful. <laughs> Rick do clean up pretty. He sure do. Daryl, get that hose out quick so Daryl can be pretty too. I know. Oh, you know he's going to look... Laugh out loud. He's going to look so good if he just get... A little bit of a haircut. Not yeah. a lot, just a little bit. Maybe Jesse will cut his hair too. I'm very suspicious of her husband. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't even think it's her husband. Oh, I do. Yeah. He wouldn't lie. She had a ring on her well, finger. Did she? Yeah. Okay. Where oh where has our little priest gone? Oh, where oh where can he be? Oh, that's right. No one cares. <laughs> you know what? He was in the house, though. He was in the house. We didn't see him, really. He didn't have no dialogue. But neither did Maggie. She didn't have no dialogue. But we at least seen her. We didn't see him. Oh, yes. He is in the house when the the mayor comes in and says, oh, you're all together. He's sitting there, too. He's sitting over there in the corner. Uh, Kim Wright, I don't care. (laughs) Thanks for two episodes, sisters. I listened to them both already, but I'll be listening again. (laughs) Come that plane ride. Kim (laughs) from Baltimore. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, where, oh, where was the priest? We do not Well, care. he was sitting in the corner, but he just didn't have no dialogue. Thank you. Well, good. And since he don't have his collar on, will she, will she uh, uh, divine that he's a priest? Well, I mean, Rick preacher? saw that church steeple You're right. you know, out so, the window, so maybe, yeah. I don't know. He'll probably tell her in his interview. I don't care. Honestly, yeah. let him go. I'm out. sure he'll be up in the church. Exile his ass. No, she won't. He's docile. <sighs> yeah. So, but yeah, does she better not be exiling uh, Daryl? Rick ain't gonna have it. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay, our next feedback is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hi, sisters J and K. Well, five more inches of snow coming. Uh oh. Just to cover the 16 inches still on the ground. Damn. Happy, happy times here in the Northeast. Damn. So very depressing. Y'all have had it though this winter. They y'all sure have, have. Y'all have just been under. If you live in the wilds of New York, all you see is snow, snow, snow. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I couldn't do it. See, that's why I don't live up there. I mean, that, we had snow here and. Everybody Wait a minute. We had out. we had two and a half inches of snow. They closed all the school districts. They yep. closed all the government offices. They closed up everything. They didn't have no public <laughs> transportation or nothing. Oh, wait a minute. It all melted later the same day. Well, no. It was like the day after. Well, well first there was ice mm-hmm. and a bunch of ice and shit. Because here we don't just get snow. We get ice. That's true. Thunder sleet, we call it. But it, 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 it was all gone the next day. I mean, all of it, y'all. There's patches where maybe under well, bushes or something like, where the had, sun doesn't shine. There were two rounds of this, and so the first round was icy sleet. So, of course, you couldn't drive. Well, they told true. people not to drive if they couldn't help it. And then, yes, the day that it did snow, it was really powdery type snow. It was. They closed everything down still. Mm-hmm. And then it did melt up that same day. Now, the day it did do the sleeting and stuff is about maybe a, a week in between. Yeah. That was bad because it took me three hours to get home from my job. So That's awful. Yeah. That's Very bad. Very awful. But, I mean, you know, they close everything down when they get a couple inches of snow. So, I feel for y'all up there, though. Yeah, and Boston they, keeps used getting snow. They're used to it up there. Yeah, but there. ain't nobody, ain't nobody used to know nine feet of snow. <laughs> you know how tall, wait a minute. I'm 
five feet tall. You know how tall nine feet of snow is? She didn't say nine feet. Well, in New York, they got at least six feet, five feet, six feet, something. I couldn't even go out that, outside that fucking house. What I want to know is, how do you get rid of that snow? I mean, that shit. You got to wait till the fucking shit melt. But what, well, what I'm saying <laughs> They going to be indoors a <laughs> Can you say hibernate? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, when that shit melts, it's going to flood the place. Because that's a lot of water that got to go I'm sure it goes somewhere. into a reservoir or something. Well, I don't know, but that's oh, a lot. Oh, I feel for y'all, though. I do, too, because I can't hang. I, I was getting depressed over just a couple of days. Yeah, when we don't have a couple of days of... When we sunshine. have a couple of days of cloudiness and it's not sunshine, we, everybody in the whole town of town get depressed. Uh, I work, mean, people yeah. Are, damn, this is terrible. Yeah. I mean, people but, are just really grumpy and, and shit. And grumpy and shit. We got to have some sunshine, y'all. Thank you. Hell. Okay, so she goes on to say... Oh, I forgot. I'm writing to you guys. Well, after eight episodes of Empire, you think I can wrap my head around The Walking Dead? Yeah. <laughs> Too many times someone has mentioned if they stay, they will be weak. Hmm. I guess Father Gabriel is already at the church if the community stands. Yeah. I imagine Father Gabriel will stay there. I think so, too. What a shit asshole the leader's son is. Mm-hmm. Stupid kid playing games. That's thing. Yep. Seems like the little girl is going to be a friend of Carl. I can see her joining the group. I don't know. I don't know. She's funny. I don't know. Forgot how nice looking Rick is. I know it. I guess Daryl is staying dirty because he knows he's leaving soon. <laughs> Maybe that's Let's it. Let's hope not. We're leaving the town. That's what I mean. Let's hope not. With Carol not telling her true story, me thinks no one trusts these people. Mm-hmm. I guess this is the calm before the storm. Uh, yeah. Probably. Yep. Yeah. Well, Empire is on tonight and looking forward to it. Changed my mind about it being Billie Holiday on the logo. No, it's not Billie Holiday. Now it looks like Clarence Williams III. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's Terrence Howard. It's Terrence Howard and Lucius. It's Lucius's Lucius. Lucius. Yeah, it, it's Lucius when he was in his younger days. Yeah. Yeah, with that afro and stuff. Sorry to bring that up to the <laughs> Groovy as always, Bunny. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. And yeah, we're going to get to Empire. We're yeah. going to get to it, yeah. We're going to get to Empire, and it's going to be live. Yes. But no, that is Clarence, or excuse me. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, Howard mm-hmm. in that. As woman. as his character, Lucius. Yeah. On yeah. that uh, uh, music label. Yes, yeah. It is. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Okay, and our next piece of feedback is a voicemail from Tammy. Hey. So let me play that now. Cool. Hey sisters, it's Tammy. This is my thoughts on the latest episode of The Walking Dead. Clean shaven Rick. Woohoo! He looks so good with his his face shaved. Um, but I wanted to know about Carol. Is she putting on an act? I wonder because she's she's putting on this persona of like she's smiley, harmless, and I wonder if she's kind of putting on an act so that she can um be, you know, like their secret weapon in the end if something kicks off so they won't suspect her of being as strong as she is. Um, I wonder about that. But um, they all got showers, so that's great, except for Daryl, who still looks mangy. I wish he'd he'd clean himself up a little bit because Daryl is a lot cuter than he's looking right now. Um, But um, the whole episode, I was just waiting for something to happen. Like, okay, what's going to happen? And that that zombie scene where the the skin rips off the zombie. Oh, that was awful. 
And yeah, I'm with Carl and, and Carol. They're, the people do seem kind of weak, and I don't want our gang to get weak either. But I, I agree that's probably not in them, because even I was tense the whole time waiting for something to happen. And the the fight scene that happened between um, Glenn and that other dude, oh, I loved it, because Glenn looked so hot in that moment, because he was like, okay, yeah, do something. And the guy just thought he could push him around. I loved it. Um, so that was, it was a good episode. I liked it a lot. I want to see what's going to happen. And shout out to Tim again. Thanks for mentioning me on the last podcast. Uh, it was pretty cool of you. And, um, I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Oh, thank you, Tammy, for that voicemail. Thank you, Tammy. And yeah, of course, Tammy, uh, Carol is totally, totally faking it. Faking. Totally faking it. But it took me the you know to to watch it again to really catch all the nuances because at first I'm like she is playing but mm. I can't figure out why and then you guys are kind of slow. Well, I wasn't paying attention. I was so because busy. Because I caught it. No, I caught it when she was forking over her gun. I caught it then. I thought. Well, I caught something, but I, I thought, didn't know exactly as, what she as was As adept doing. as she is at firing that weapon, and she's trying to make it look like she can't even hardly get it off. But what tipped me off was when the woman who was accepting the guns, yeah. she gave her that look like, ah, oh, another one of these helpless females, you know. And, and then that little curtsy and the little smile that Carol gave when she put the gun on, she went... <laughs> Well, like what that. gave it away was then when she turned around and looked, or when Rick turned around, Rick turned her, around. And she, the smile went off her face, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she looked at him like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. So, but yeah, I knew that about Carol though. And, and when she was doing that film interview, I thought, oh, she is so good. Yeah, that's right. Like, don't let them know nothing. Don't let them know shit, and especially since they filming shit. Yeah. And one thing we didn't mention too um, that, that I forgot to mention. Um, in the scene with Carl, what made it so chilling to me was um, what the what Deanna fi- really said was, "Oh, you lost your mother," mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, no, uh, I didn't just lose her. I killed. I her. had to be the one to kill her." Right. He said, "I killed her. I had to be the one to do mm-hmm. it," and and he was just matter of fact with it. Yep. So he was. <clears throat> all while holding the baby Judith. Oh, and that baby was so cute. She was Thank cute. you, Tammy. Thank you, Tammy. We always love hearing you on the podcast. Yes, we love your voicemails. Love it. Okay, our next piece of feedback uh, looks like oh, it's from Cece. Okay. Hi, sisters. It's Cece from the Queen City of Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, hey, Cece. Just a couple of things I want to mention about the latest episode, Remember. Okay. First of all, and I know Sister J had this on point. Why are there no black people in this community besides the people with the group? Thank you. I can imagine her screaming and cussing at the TV. I wasn't really, not yet, because we haven't seen everybody. We ain't seen everybody. We know there's a lot more people than we've seen. We haven't seen everybody, so I was trying to give them the fucking benefit of the doubt. Thank you. But we're going to (laughs) see. Also, I Y'all know me. (laughs) Also, I noticed some of the group, even after they took showers, didn't wear new or clean clothes. Rick had a worn-out T-shirt on until his police uniform. That's so true because Michelle is true. had on her other older clothes. Yes. Although they looked like they were clean. Yes, they were clean, but yes, they she did have that clothes. same sleeveless little yeah. other top on. You are right. That's very perceptive. I wanted to share a comment from a coworker of mine. She said, why can't they be happy for just a little bit? 
you know, have Daryl a birthday party or something. <laughs> <laughs> She's a bit goofy, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> that is funny. But it's like Rick said, it's not in them to be weak anymore. She didn't say weak. She said happy. Well, but they would per- perceive that as weakness, I think. Don't you think? No. Yeah, I think they would. I just, I just want them to be able to rest. Not relax, well, but rest. But they're, they're just not there yet. Not yet. Well, they've been resting a f- couple days at least. Lastly, I just want to say there are parts of your podcast that stand out. I love them all, but it gets me to laughing when Sister K gets on to Sister J <laughs> and yelling, you're so damn belligerent or ignorant. <laughs> what? And Sister J just laughs more. Bless y'all's hearts. I love you guys and all the Sister Speak family. Best to you all, Cece. Thank you, Thank you Cece, Cece, for that email. And why the hell would that be your favorite part? She says she likes that when we start arguing. Because <laughs> she just says, Sister Kate just says, I'm belligerent for no reason. No. <laughs> for no reason? For no reason. Oh, I'm okay. Using, wait a minute. It's, oh, okay. It's juicy sometime when I'm giving my opinion of what I think. And that's what you... Oh, you're so belligerent. No, it's when you're getting on me <coughs> or something. Mm. Thank you, Cece. Thank you, Cece. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next uh, email is from Niambi and Eli. Hey, Niambi and Eli. Hey, y'all. Hi, sisters and family. We enjoyed this episode, but it left us speculating with questions. Yep. Will we learn how Deanna's husband died? See, that's what I'm saying. Why are her sons jerks? And maybe he was one of the exiled people that didn't didn't uh, pan out. Ooh, you never know. I like that theory better. See, she said three exiles. Yep. And she didn't mention nothing about no husband. Nope. Uh, mm-hmm. why are her sons jerks? I did ROTC jerk. Yeah. Are the Mandiana exiled looking for revenge? Why store weapons in a central location? People need guns when things pop off. Yep. But they don't know that. They don't know that. They don't. Like Rick said, you've been behind these walls this whole time. They don't know. I'm glad that most of the crew got cleaned up, but I'm going to need Daryl to get with some soap and water. (laughs) I love that Carol was giving lowly housewife realness, asking about joining the Teamsters. Mm -hmm. When we all know she is dangerous as hell. Mm -hmm. In the house, was Carol drawing a map of the community? Yes. That's what she was doing. It looked like an outline of all the house, like the rows of houses. I mean, really, she is doing reconnaissance. It's definitely smart to be cautious. Did Rick have some chemistry with Jesse during that haircut? No. No. I didn't think so. No, she was sizing him up, though. But I I hope they don't do that. No. Did Jesse have a cigarette burn behind her ear? Oh, I didn't see all that. I didn't see behind her ear. I didn't see behind her ear. Hopefully we get some answers soon. Hmm. I think the community doctor is going to be a mad scientist trying to find a cure for the infection. Mm-hmm. Eli thinks Glenn will get killed next. Aww. My coworker thinks that little girl climbing the fence is a spy for the bandits. Ooh, yeah. Something I didn't think out. Something I didn't think of, but very probable. Even if no one in the community is horribly dangerous, we know it's a dangerous world out there. Yeah. And those bandits are coming sooner or later. Yeah. Mm, that's interesting. Because, see, oh, that's that's good, Naomi, because, yeah, because she is real adept at, obviously, she goes in and out over that fence all the time without anybody knowing, without anybody knowing, and she's always got a backpack. 
Uh, she goes on to say, now to our sweet ass biscuits. <laughs> Carol made the whole episode for me. Damn, she is good. She is. I will be completely devastated if she dies. Oh, she bet not. Oh, she bet not. Can't wait to see Aiden get bit and Ed 2.0, the guy on the porch. <laughs> Thank you, zombie mom. Thank Ed you. That's what, I think. That's what I think, too. Oh, Lord. Um, the guy on the porch get all killed up by Rick. I, I think that's <laughs> happening because he probably he going to get in Rick's face one too many times, he I is. feel like. We already know that. Love you, ladies and family. Keep cracking those jokes. Uh, well, no, keep cracking those jokes, Bunny. You are too damn funny, <laughs> Zombie Mom. Thank you, Zombie Mom. Thank you, Zombie Mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think Rick gonna have to take care of this fool. Yes. on the porch because he think he too cool for school. You could just tell. Yeah. Okay, our next email is from Aaron. Hey, Aaron. Hi, Sister J, Sister K, and the family, the nation, the folks of Alexandria, the Junior League, the Walkers. Am I missing anyone? Laugh out loud. I really like this episode, sisters. Still don't know if we should trust this place, but I'd chill for just a bit just to take a hot shower. <laughs> the whole group had me cracking up. Love Carol playing them, playing them for fools. Oh, jeepers, this gun is so heavy. I just love making casseroles. I wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> I know. Once they started their little interviews, my boyfriend brought up China Beach's line from last season. There's nothing sadder than an outdoor cat that thinks it's an indoor cat. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I, I like, like that. that. I like that. And thank you for bringing up China Beach. That's what we called him because we couldn't remember his China name. China Beach, yeah. Joe. Um, Joe. He said that's what Rick looked like once he was indoors. All crazy and sketched out. Actually, it was Daryl. And don't get me started on Daryl dragging his possum around. That about had me on the floor. My boyfriend is also Team Beard, so he lost $20 to me when I said Rick was going to lose that crusty old shit. Boop! Yeah. <laughs> Looking good, Rick. <laughs> and she said, boop! Hey, good job! <laughs> don't bet. Don't bet uh, people on that. I know it. You know it. Soon, at some point, you'd have to lose it. I know it. The people in Alexandria are obviously dumb as hell. Once again, somebody had to get punched in the face just to knock some sense into them. I know. Thank you, Glenn. Can't wait for Rick to punch out that asshole sitting on the porch because that's going to happen. <laughs> you know that's going to happen. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. And little Carl needs to stop chasing that girl over the wall. Mm-hmm. Yep, he does. But, mm-hmm. you know. I know. For split- His hormones are going to be kicking in. I don't so. even think it's hormones at this point. It's just uh, curiosity. Well, he knows she can obviously take care of herself because she's going out. Yeah. Uh, for a split second, I thought Rick was getting too comfortable. But when he said, if they can't make it, we'll, we'll just take, take this take place. place. I was cheering. I know. May sound a little governish, governor <laughs> ish but I'm down for the Rick Tatorship. Me too, this though. This group knows what's up. They could do it right. Take care until next time, sisters. Erin from Illinois. Thank you, Erin, for the Aaron. email. And I'm with you, though. I'm down for the Rick Tatorship because, because unlike the governor, but Rick knows what to do. He, he, he knows how to deal. But the thing is I like about what they're doing is it shows the parallels of how the governor started out. Yes. Probably like Rick where I'll do whatever I need to do. 
And it just worked out that anybody who came in that looked like they might be mm-hmm. strong and take some shit over, mm-hmm. he got rid of. What Rick think he going? What you think Rick going to do? Anybody that come in there? First of all, he probably be selective about who he lets in there. That's absolutely true. Right. But Rick ain't going to have no walk ahead wall. No, he ain't. But what I'm saying is. Or he ain't going to have little zombie Carl locked up in the closet. No, he wouldn't do that. No, he wouldn't do that. No. So, you know, the governor, he was just crazy. He was just crazy. Rick's crazy, but he got, he a different kind of crazy. Yeah, he's different. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you, Aaron. Okay, our next email is from Reed. Hey, Reed. Hola, sisters. Hola. And it's Reed from Brooklyn. Reed from Brooklyn. I think this is Orlando's mom. Oh, cool. Is this Orlando's mom? Let (laughs) us know, Reed. Hola, sisters. Just a couple of quickies for you. Okay. First, let me say I am so friggin' happy that you are planning a podcast for Empire. <laughs> Yippee. <laughs> you ladies will be fantastic, and your nation is counting the days. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going we're we're gonna to gonna do, do it. it. Have you seen American Crime? It's only one episode in, but I can already see that it is going to be a hit. Fans of The Wire would love American Crime. I don't know. Very similar story. Telling style with multiple point of views and interconnected storylines. Not to mention an ethnically diverse staff. I highly recommend that you give it a try. I will say I did watch it. And I usually don't like those kind of shows. But I actually was um, caught up in it. Because I want to know what the F was going on with with that girl. The white girl and the black guy who were druggies. But they had all those pictures of themselves on the wall looking normal. And finally, they told us that, well, they didn't tell us why, but we find out that they were normal people beforehand. Well, this Sister J, I read the write-up on it, didn't interest me, I have not watched it. However, might be something I might watch in this over the summer to fill in some shit, but It was interesting. It was interesting. I don't know that I'll keep watching it because those kind of stories don't... It just doesn't... I don't really like those kind of shows because it's... By the way the write-up was, it didn't seem like nothing like The Wire to me. I watched The Wire. I was a Wire fan. I didn't watch The Wire. I watched every single episode and season of The Wire, just like I did with The Oz. Sister J, the problem with you is, though, is you discount stuff without watching it. I do. You shit on shit without watching it. I do. And like I I said. I know. And like I said. By the write-up on it, I read the write-up on it out of uh, TV Guide magazine and the entertainment uh, uh, magazine that comes out weekly. No, I didn't waste my time watching it because the other shit, come on. Anyway, re I watched it and it was good. No. But I don't know if I'll keep watching. Yeah, there you go. I also, See? <laughs> because I don't like those kind of shows. Yeah, I don't like uh-huh. CSI either. I can't watch CSI. I don't know how y'all fuckers out there I don't watch are watching all the Law and Orders and shit. I don't watch that I shit. Can't, I can't handle those kind of shows. It's boring to it's me. It's depressing. It's sad. It's boring. It's disturbing. Uh-uh, I can't do it. That shit stay on TV, though. It's boring. It just came out with a new CSI, Crime, Cybers. Yeah, like Cyberspace, that. because of the internet yeah. and shit. That's boring Anyway, shit. I'm not watching that either. I don't Although like I it. do really like Patricia Arquette. I like her too, but, but uh, I can't. I'm not. Uh, I watched her in the Medium when she was the Medium member of that yeah. show. But I'm not watching the cyberspace shit. No, no. Anyway, um, she says I also would like to comment on something Sister K said in the podcast about being tired of them being in the woods. 
Thank you. I totally agree with you. <laughs> I think they've done enough to establish everyone's badassery and value to each other and to the group. <laughs> Thank you, Ree. Their survivor skills need no more demonstration. I'm sure even Judith can kill a, web, a walker by now. <laughs> she a baby. She probably could. <sighs> what really makes for great storytelling is the interaction with other people and them dealing with what the world has become. Yep. How this group survives against other groups and how they keep it moving is where the real suspense is. But I agree. We've seen enough of the woods and the herds. The real monster has yet to reveal itself. I think so. Much love. Read from Brooklyn. The frozen tundra is finally melting. <laughs> Thank you, Reed. Thank you, Reed. For the email. And, oh, yeah, I feel for you with all that damn snow oh, and shit. I oh, can't. my goodness. Mm, mm, mm. And all y'all got is, um, you know, concrete jungle, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be tough, too, trying to get through all that snow with mm-hmm. just regular. Yeah. It's anyway. awful. Mm. I wonder. The subways can still run, though, can't they? I think, I, know. I think so, because subways are underground. I heard in Boston, though, the subways were delayed from the weather, which I was like... Well, because some, uh, in Boston, some of them are above ground, just I like guess, in Chicago. I guess that's why. I don't know, but that, that's too much, Dan Snow. That's too much. That's too much. Thank you, Ree. Thank you, Ree. Um, okay, and then our last piece of feedback for the week is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. Um, hello, sisters. I would love to pose a hundred questions, but that would turn into a long ass email, Sister J. Yeah. So to prevent that, let's get started. Okay. All right. Baby Judith to Rick, can you please support my head and shit when carrying me around? <laughs> Ain't that the trip? <laughs> yeah, because she was carrying her like a little sack of potatoes. Where the heck is my black babysitter? I'll show him this him. <laughs> Because Tyrese always had his big ass hand on her head. Yep. Rick to Deanna, close your gates. Close your blinds at dusk. Wash your hands. <laughs> have a clean up protocol after you have sex. And don't eat the potato salad from your nasty ass co workers. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Yep. Deanna to Rick, potato salad. Rick. Ask the sisters. In fact, <laughs> never mind. Millions of people have been evacuated, both dead and alive. So mm. you ain't familiar with the swarm of walkers, huh? Hmm. Mm. Just because you exiled three men don't mean they dead, you know. Yeah. Trust me, I've been determinist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abraham, how is storing our guns going to keep us safe? How am I going to sleep at night now? Carol. I'm just going to carry these heavy... I just carry these heavy-ass things. I don't know what at all to do with them, really. Mm-hmm. Jesse to Rick. I can clean you up real good if you want. I have two kids. I ain't saying shit about my husband to him, though. Exactly. That's exactly what that was, I mean, too. exactly. Deanna to Daryl. Can you please leave your possum outside? You're getting blood everywhere. <laughs> Michonne to Rick. You clean up real well. Where are you sleeping tonight? <laughs> do I have to introduce that stylish chick to my katana? Because I will. <laughs> Deanna to Rick. I still need to figure out that possum eating mother sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Rick flips sheets over Carl and Michonne. Michonne checked out the book Crime Without Punishment, a nod about her previous life. Yep. She's a lawyer in the comic. Mm-hmm. Carl to Rick. This place will make us weak, Dad. Michonne to Rick. 
Let's go next door so I can convince you to stay here, baby. You know, <laughs> you know to take the edge off. <laughs> oh, Lord, Myron. Myron, you are too much. Carl, where is Enid going? Rick, where is my gun? Carl will be Carl. No need to ask why he's out here. Mm-hmm. Glenn to Aiden, y'all will get us killed. Aiden, mom, he hit me first. <laughs> Daryl, you start a ship, but we will end shit. Mm-hmm. Rick, if they don't have what it takes, we will take this bitch over. Mm-hmm. Sisters, I love this episode. <laughs> take care, Myron. P.S. Since Daryl doesn't fit in, will he be the next to leave the show somehow? He better not. I hope not. Thank you, Myron. Thank you, Myron. And I hope not, because I, I not. like Daryl. He just needs to settle his little happy exactly. ass down. I mean, they need to give him a little space to, 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 to you know, let his little antsiness subside. So, yeah, they better not kill off Daryl. Thank you, Myron, though, for that hilarious email. That was hilarious. Lord, to I say love it Myron. when you do that, though. That, that's <laughs> good. That's a good one. <laughs> but, yeah, they better not kill off Daryl. I wouldn't be mad unless. Oh, I don't. No. I do not I want, want him to go. To, uh, no, I definitely don't want Daryl to no. go. I don't want him to be killed off. No, they you better know, not. They better not. I'm interested to see what's going to happen because they're going to now sleep in the two different houses. I'm, yeah, or multiple houses. Cause, yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're going to pair this shit up. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure each house has like at least three, four, five bedrooms. Three, four, five it. bedrooms. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm sure Glenn and Maggie will probably go off to another, a different house. Yeah. That seems like an awful big house for just two people. Well, but hey. That would freak me out to have a house that big for well, two people. Well, we're going to see. We're we going to see. see. Yes. Yeah, we're going to see. see. I mean, for all we know, even though Rick said that, they might decide, yeah, but you know what? I think I, I'll stay right here with you. Well, they, I think. I mean, they might do yeah, that. Yeah, I think Rick is also thinking, like, Carol, let's spread our shit out. So it could be, you know, we're not all stuck in one place. Mm-hmm. So we could all so, kind of. So, so they can get see. us all in one spot. Right. So yeah. We could all, you know. Being yeah, our own because uh, Deanna did seem awful interested. Oh, are y'all in one house, huh? Mm. Are y'all sleeping, staying in the same no, place? No, she seemed huh? surprised to me. She was surprised, but I don't still. think she was looking at it like that, but, you know. You never know. You never know. I don't trust him. Anyway. Anyway, well, that was all the feedback oh, we thank had. thank y'all for the thank feedback. That was hilarious. Yes, thank you for your feedback. Yeah. We appreciate it. We love it. <laughs> it uh, we um, For next time, definitely send your feedback in early. Um, we are at sisterspeak at gmail.com. You can also leave a voicemail at 972-755-1215 or email us an audio file. It's real easy to do off mm-hmm. of any kind of smartphone to do an audio file and just email it in to yeah. us. Uh, we are also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Speak Podcast. You can talk to us on Twitter at underscore Sister J and underscore Sister K and at Cast. You can also leave us an iTunes review. You can also, yep, leave us an iTunes review and we will read that on the podcast. We read all of our feedback. Yep. As many of y'all have mentioned. <laughs> And no matter how long the podcast gets, we always read the podcast. We read all the, all the, all the feedback. feedback. Because, because that's you know, what makes our show than, fun. Other than maybe some others, though, we, we do this for fun. Yes. We do it for fun, and we will continue to do it for fun. For free. For fun. Because that's what we like to do. That's what we like to do. All right, now. So, 
I think that is all. I think I gave all our particulars. Sisterspeakpodcast.com. We did. All right. Well, that's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time.